Good morning. How are you today, church? Hope you're having a good day. It's good to see you. We, uh, we're having interesting days, aren't we? This is uh, back to the normal of being on the porch. Uh, I'm feeling a little better today, um, but it's early, and I'm pretty sure it's going to get uh, like it has been unless things change. Uh, I'll get worn out before the day's over, but I'm not the only one going through this. As a matter of fact, um, about 50% of our active church membership, those that show up on a regular basis, um, have been diagnosed, uh, tested positive with COVID. And so we're, uh, we're kind of fighting this all thing together. And uh, I just want to encourage you, this too shall pass. We will feel better. I know that uh, that many of you are experiencing some of the um, tough symptoms right now. I seem to be on the other side of that. I'm basically just fighting fatigue and a little coughing every now and then. I'm hoping that uh, many of you are finding today a better day. Um, I'm hoping that uh, by the time we get to the end of this week that uh, many of us will be on the other side of this really doing much better out and about. Several of us are at a point where we've been told uh, we're able to get back out into uh, the community, that we've passed the contagious stage, and uh, I'm still going to kind of stay at the house for a few more days just um, as a precaution and basically because I don't feel like getting up and out. I know many of y'all are going through that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I know that uh, uh, most of you probably got the uh, message last night that uh, Brother Ted um, had a really bad day yesterday, ended up in the VA because of uh, COVID and uh, his Parkinson's uh, diagnosis as well. So uh, let's keep Brother Ted in prayer. Um, this be a, could be a very dangerous time for him. Continue to uh, lift him up. Uh, if you have a chance to uh, maybe just uh, reach out and encourage his family, Brother David, Miss Lena and Ken, I'm sure it would be encouraging to them. Uh, just know, guys, that we're praying for you, that, that we're thinking of you, and uh, that we know that God has got Ted and you right where uh, he desires him to be. And it's, as hard as that is for us, it's, uh, it's good to know that God's got us even in the midst of our difficulties and our struggles. Um, well, enough for COVID today. Let's just... Uh, Let's kind of move on from COVID and uh, let's encourage one another. Uh, I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer and uh, then we'll talk a little bit about the word today and I'll try to give you a word of encouragement today. Father, thank you for your blessings. Lord, you are good to us all the time. There's not a day that goes by that your blessings are not poured out upon us, that your grace is not extended to us, that your hand is not upon us, that your mercy does not lead our way. Father, even in these difficult days, times when we would rather be together, uh, times when we don't feel physically up to the task, times when we are stretched emotionally, financially, um, times when, when we're hurting for others and fearful uh, for what we don't see and know and understand, Lord, we pray that you would cause us uh, in these times to continue to lift up your name, to remember that you are God and you are good. That never changes. 
regardless of the circumstances we go through. So, Father, we lift up your name today. We praise you. We thank you. We ask today that you would continue to uh, encourage us with your presence. We thank you for these things. Bless in these few moments together that we have today. We pray this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Well, I hope you've been reading uh, through the book of Joshua with us. Uh, it's been an interesting book. Uh, first part of the book um, is, is, uh, seems to be more um, adventurous to us. There's uh, uh, a lot of action that's going on. It's a, it's a great book to uh, remind us of God's victories and the things that uh, God's promises for his people. Um, we kind of hit a section this week that can be very, um, well, let's face it, it can be boring if, it's, if you're not careful with it because it's a lot of detail and most of us don't like detail. We like to just kind of grab the big picture. We like the exciting verses. We like the, the God stopped the sun and the moon and held it still or, or God made some specific promise to his people but I think it's something that we can be encouraged in to realize that God is in the details. Um, God had made a promise to his people literally hundreds, if not thousands of years before. And uh, he had promised that he was going to give the promised land to Abraham's descendants. And now we see um, this, this, promise of God coming to fruition, not in Abraham's lifetime, not in Abraham's children's lifetime, but in God's time. God fulfilled all that he said he would do for the nation, and he followed through with every promise that he made, and he, he began to, to clear out the land, and he promised them that he would be with them, and if they would follow him, that he would take and defeat the enemy before them, and that the land would be theirs. So as we watch this, now we see God unfold and he, he follows through by giving them very specific things, very detailed situations of, of where the land would be divided out. And uh, I thought it was just a, a great chapter. And, and I'll be honest with you, reading all those names of those rivers and cities and boundary lines, that don't make a lot of sense to me. I, I didn't get a map out and look at it to see what it was all about. But in the midst of reading all that, what I saw was God's detail, God's infinite detail down to the very um, side of the river that each place would have, the middle of the valley that, uh, that each tribe would have. And I want to remind you that God's done the same thing for you. God has promised you certain things. God, God has, has designed you for certain things. And he is going to complete in detail exactly what he's promised for you, exactly what he has guaranteed you. That means that the Holy Spirit of God really does live in you. He promised that, that the Holy Spirit would come and dwell within us and that we would be able to commune with God. And I just want you to think about that for a minute, church. The, the promise, you can't feel him necessarily. Um, I think we get Holy Spirit moments and goosebumps and we have those times. But, but to be honest with you, in my life, most of that is just a, an emotional response to kind of where I am and what's going on. But the, the fact of the matter is God has promised. God has guaranteed 
that he would come and commune with me. He would come and live in me. He would come and guide me and direct me, protect me. And he has done exactly that. And even when I'm having hard times and difficulties, even in the battles that I'm facing, even in the battles you're facing, God, our Father, is with you. Remember when the book began, he promised Joseph that I'll be with you. I'll come and fight for you. I want to remind you that, that God has promised us the exact same thing. And even though we're separated, even though we're not together, even though we are apart and we really like to be together, as Pastor Mark said earlier this week, we've got fellowship in the name of our church. It's a, it's a highlight of who we are. We love fellowship. But do you realize that you don't need me and I don't need you to be in the midst, in the presence. We don't have to be in the same room because God is with us. His great promise to us was that I will never leave you I will never forsake you. In the middle of whatever battle you're going through today, God is there. He's fighting for you. He's made certain promises to you. Do you know what they are? Have you gotten into his word? Have you, have you dug down to find that, that boundary marker that he placed in your life? And he said, this is it. This is, this is yours. You can hold on to this. The enemy can't come any farther than this. This is the boundary I'm given for you. Do you know your purpose? Do you know what it is God has for you within our church, within our community, within your home, within your office, within your, your neighborhood? Do you know the boundaries God is giving you? Are you exploring them? I, one of the interesting things I found in this was God gave the land. God promised the victory. And then God said, go fight the fight. And it took a long time. Some of those folks just didn't get out after it. In fact, we saw last week that uh, Joshua kind of challenged the people. He, he didn't really reprimand, but he, he was saying, why are you still in this waiting mode? Why haven't you gone and taken the land? God has promised it. And so today I, I, I say to you the same thing. Why are you allowing the enemy to continue to hold you back? Why are you allowing yourself to hold yourself back? I tell you that the key to it for me really is that, that Israel had to sell out. Hang on just a second, church. Not that I just don't love a cup of coffee, but I really needed it right there. It's getting kind of dry. Israel had to sell out they had to dive all in. They had to believe that God had done what he said he would do, that he had actually given them, and they had to step out and go. And they had to fight. It wasn't easy. It was a battle, and it took years for most of them. Many failed. Many didn't succeed. Many, many did not accomplish what God had told them to accomplish. But it wasn't because God wasn't able, it was because they were not committed. We see in the New Testament uh, a passage I talk about often with you guys, about counting the cost, being committed. 
and you're going to hear more about that because I really believe this is important for us. Listen, church, I, I don't know how to say this, um, and I certainly don't have time to explain it all, but, but I am convinced that God could care less about the size of our church. He cares about the size of our commitment to Him. He cares about our desire to fellowship with Him and with His, and to be totally committed to Him, to be sold out to a life of faith, a life of, of, of union with Him and with His fellowship. We are the fellowship of the Father. We've been born of the same Spirit. We've been called to walk together. We've been called to be committed to the cause. God's got so much for you and I in the days ahead. God wants to be so intimate with you and I in the days ahead. God wants to show us things we cannot imagine. Things that are greater than, than the greatest things we could ever hope for. More than anything else, God wants for us to be surrendered in fellowship to Him. To simply obey day by day the commands we know. To search His Word. To find those boundaries, those borders, those lines. To know where it is He wants us to go. To follow. Unquestioned. Just to say, God, you say this. I believe this. I'll follow you. I don't understand it. It's going to be hard. I know it's a fight. I'm going to lose sometimes. But you're going to teach me in those battles. You're going to teach me in those losses. You're going to grow me. And more than anything else, I'm going to begin to know that I can trust in you. That I can begin to rest in you. Church, as, as 2021 is going to unfold for us, I, I don't know what it will hold for Fresh Start Fellowship, but I know this. I want to know Him more in 2021 than I ever thought about knowing Him in 2020. I want to be so deep in my relationship with Him. I want you to be so deep in your relationship with Him that it doesn't matter what comes our way. Because we will be sitting in the presence of a holy, awesome, powerful, mighty, holy, loving Heavenly Father, today, if you're having a great day, rejoice in the Lord. This is the day He has made. Rejoice in it. If you're having a hard day, today's one of those days, like most of us have had some point during this week, where it's like, good grief, is this thing never going to go away? Am I ever going to feel like doing anything? Listen, rejoice in the Lord. This is the day He has made. Rest in His presence. Enjoy His presence. Nothing else really matters. I love you, church. I hope you have a great, great day. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you. Thank you for this church, for this fellowship. Lord, thank you for these believers. Lord, I know many of them are discouraged and disheartened. And they really want to get back to some sense of normalcy. Father, I thank you that you have shaken us up. And what may be normal in the days ahead was not what we were, but what you want us to be. I pray that your presence would overwhelm each person watching this today. 
I pray that, that your comfort and peace and encouragement would buoy them up on the seas that they're riding today. I pray for that person that's most discouraged today, that you would encourage them, and lift them, bless them. Father, I pray for, for that one that's, that's in the battle, that's swinging the sword. Father, I pray that you would strengthen them, that you would embolden them. I pray that you would give all of us, all of us that are your children, that are part of this body, Lord, I pray that you would touch us today with your presence, that you would give us a hunger to fellowship with you above all else. I pray this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. I love you, church. Have a great day.